Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, a single story long, just a few minutes in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. I'm excited about the story we're going to bring you today. But first, just a reminder, we drop a few of these bites each week in preparation for our Thursday episode drop. That Thursday is special because that's an hour filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, you won't want to miss an hour filled with stories about leaving the nest what it's like for the leavers, and what it's like for those who are left behind. The featured story in that episode is a wonderful story from Dolores Hydock, the Alabama storyteller, recorded live right here in the Appleseed studio, a story called My Own Backyard, a story you won't want to miss. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by our producer, Dr. Brian Tanner. Brian Tanner, it's great to have you with me. Hey, it's great to be here. Let's talk about what we're going to hear today. Yes, I've got a spooky story for you today. (laughs) Uh, This one's called The Candy Shop, and it's from Japanese storyteller Motoko. So when I think of spooky stories, there's different um, categories that they can fall into. There's like uh, things jumping out at you, or there's uh, the the fear of the unknown or something. But then there's a special category of like... Creepy possessed dolls or children <laughs> singing innocent lullabies in, <laughs> in a creepy way. And I would right. say that this one falls into that last category. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's right. Hardly any monsters that jump out at you from No, no, no. And yeah. and uh, if you're listening with kids, don't worry. This is this is not us this is not too scary for them. It's just a good it's just a good fun spooky time. <laughs> the Candy Shop, a story from Multico. It's from a collection of stories called In Ghostly Japan. And it's a pleasure for us to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. Hush up, I sleep, my baby. Hush up, I sleep, my baby. I'm here always. I'm to here keep always. you safe from to keep you safe from I am going to tell you a true story that I heard from my grandfather. Over 130 years ago, in 1881, there was a small candy shop near the Kodaiji Temple and Cemetery in Kyoto, the old capital of Japan. A young man named Tetsu owned the candy shop and lived in the back of the store with his wife and their four-year-old daughter, Hana. One evening in early fall, as Tetsu began to close the shop, a young woman entered the store. She was pitifully thin. Underneath her long, dirty white kimono, her body was but skin and bones. Her long black hair was disheveled and matted with dirt. Her face was pale and haggard. Madam, we are closed for the day. Please come back tomorrow, Tetsu called out to the woman. I need to buy rice candy for my baby, 
the woman whispered. Please give me candy. Her bony hands were shaking as she handed him a copper coin. Not wishing to argue, Tetsu gave her a handful of rice candies. The woman smiled, bowed deeply, and left. What is the matter with that woman? Tetsu muttered as he closed up the store and began counting the day's earnings. To his surprise, he found a small pebble among the coins and bills in his money box. Hey, who put a pebble in here? He tossed the pebble away. He asked his daughter, Hana, if she had been playing with his money box, but she just shook her head. The next evening, as Tetsu began to close the shop, Hana was playing on the floor near the counter, and the same young woman walked into the store. I need... Rice candy for my baby, the woman intoned as she held out a copper coin with her trembling hand. Are you all right, madam? Where do you live? Tetsu asked as he gave her the candy. The woman said nothing. She just smiled, bowed, and walked away. That lady has no feet. His little daughter said suddenly, as if singing a song. What? What did you say, Hannah? That lady has no feet, Hannah repeated. What do you mean? Of course she has feet. She just walked away. That lady has no feet, his daughter sang again. Don't be silly. <laughs> Tetsu laughed as he began to count the money in his money box. Then he found a pebble in there again. This is strange. I know Hana did not touch the money box. He felt suspicious. The next evening at dusk, the same woman appeared, bought rice candy, and left. This time, Tetsu held on to the coin she handed him and was not surprised to find that it was just another pebble. He followed the woman down the small street and had almost caught up with her when she rounded a corner. Tetsu, just a few steps behind, turned the corner as well, but the woman had vanished. In front of him was the cemetery. He could see gray tombstones scattered in the dark, grassy lots. He wandered around a bit, but the woman was nowhere to be seen. This is creepy. I wish I brought my lantern. The sudden weak cry of a baby sent a chill down his spine. It was coming from a gravestone near him, yet he could see no baby. Then he remembered something old folks used to say, that ghosts had no feet. The woman! She, she was a ghost! Frightened, he ran to the old temple. Please, help me! 
The priest came out and asked, What is wrong? I saw a ghost. She came to my store and her baby is crying. Calm down. You must slow down and explain from the beginning. When Tetsu told him the whole story, the priest said, A young homeless woman died five days ago. She was pregnant but had no family. So I buried her in that cemetery. I thought the baby was dead too, but maybe. Please, come with me. We must go and get the constable. Tetsu, the priest, and the local constable went back to the graveyard. They dug up the grave and opened the coffin. Inside, they found the corpse of the young mother holding a baby boy. The baby was very much alive and sucking on the rice candy his mother had bought from Tetsu. Hush up, I sleep, my baby. I'm here always. Tetsu and his wife took pity on the baby boy. They adopted him and raised him as their own son. I'm glad they did, because this boy became my great-grandfather. They named him Mamoru, which means protection, for his mother had kept him safe even in her death. The Candy Shop, a story told for you by Motoko, again, from a collection of stories called In Ghostly Japan. And it's been my pleasure to listen to the story, not only with you, but also with our producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, I love that story so much. Yeah, and, you know, this reminded me a lot of these books that me and my friends loved in elementary school called Scary Stories to Read in the Dark. Oh, you remember those yes, collections? Yeah, those are course. those are a really great introduction for yeah. kids to to uh, scary stories that are that are mildly scary. Yeah. And a what lot... was terrifying of course about those uh, books was the illustrations. Yes. Those Stephen Gamble yes. illustrations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them had some kind of twist like and it turns out he was dead the whole time. Yeah. Or something. But what I liked about this story is it kind of upended that expectation because they find the baby and it's alive, you know, and I and then they adopt it. I wasn't expecting such a, you know, happy, happy ish ending, happy ending for ghost story (laughs) and and for Motoko to cast that as a family story, as Mm -hmm. a story of of her family, you know, I think is pretty wonderful. It's one of my favorite things about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, the story, of course, was The Candy Shop, and it's been a pleasure to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. There's a lot more coming up this week on The Appleseed. Join us for sure on Thursday for a terrific story from Dolores Haddock called My Own Backyard, just part of a full hour uh, of stories uh, about leaving the nest, what that's like for people who leave the nest and, frankly, for people who are left. You won't want to miss an hour of great stories. Thanks to Brian Tanner for being with me. Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, lots of fun. I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to have you with me again on The Appleseed. 
Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.